Hello and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast, where we listen into a group of rural firefighters as they give their opinions on the challenges they face both on and off the fireground. We release a new episode every week, so please hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating, and share this with your fire family and friends. Now on to this week's episode, where as always, we ask the question, are you DTFF? Hello and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast. My name is Carl and tonight I have three members of my firefighting <coughs> family. I have Ash. Hey guys. I have Scott. Hello. And I have Rob. Howdy. And uh, he's a cowboy. He's a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're going to go straight into the Asheries. Ashery, what you got for me? Uh, shout outs for the week. Uh, we're going to give shout outs to you, Chief Miller. Um, Check him out on the Facebooks, on the Instagrams, all that stuff. The guy shares everything. I don't know how he sleeps or eats or anything. Crazy, crazy busy. Um, shout out to RZ Masks um, for all of your your uh, mask needs. Uh, Modus. Um, those guys are working crazy hard. They've got some more new product coming out, which... Uh, S'mores? S'more. S'more, yeah, S'more. It's, it's beautiful. Uh, graham cracker, some you. chocolate. No. It's the Canadian way. It, it is the Canadian way, yeah. It's like those bar guys. It's smart. Is that a Canadian thing? I don't know. I don't think so. I didn't learn about them until I came to Canada, so I assumed they were Canadian. Yeah, but you, you eat like weird food over in Australia. Australia. Where from. Fish yeah. and chips, man. That's what everyone eats, huh? Yeah. Continue. So, uh, <laughs> we already sidetracked. We yeah. in. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, Modus, those guys uh, um, have their snagger tool, have their uh, wedge tool, which is uh, pretty neat out there. Pretty, pretty neat business. Uh, they've got uh, a couple other things they actually just uh, sent us, uh, which I can't talk about quite yet, I don't think. No, but, yeah, no. uh, yeah, but we, we have another. Another can't tell me about coming. it? Nope. <laughs> I can, can tell, tell you me. about it after. Oh, okay. <laughs> tell Rob about it too? Uh, and Rob's going to have to leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will discuss what we have coming afterwards. Sweet. Uh, yeah, so big thanks to those guys. They've they've really got on the program with us, and we uh, definitely appreciate it. Uh, so for all of our listeners, with uh, anything Modus, if you go on their uh, uh, website, when you go to checkout, enter DTFF5. And that's going to give you five percent off all modus purchases. So, five percent doesn't sound like a lot, but they don't make a lot of markup. Yeah, it's, it's a very small sure. markup and margin on their product. Mm-hmm. So they've been nice enough to give us the five. We know it doesn't make a huge difference, but mm-hmm. a dif- any difference is a difference, especially if your order is big, especially for something like a department. So, keep yeah, that absolutely. And I mean, the the nice thing is that it kind of works out to be um, almost like you can get your engraving for free um, with that discount. So it really helps out if you want to personalize some of your stuff. I saw Rob using the old snagger tool on that call the other night, which we'll talk mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I busted mine out just to help him, guys. It was, <laughs> it was yeah. awesome. Yeah, I used the snagger tool just to uncouple some hose and yeah. kind of drag the inch and a half around. Wicked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had the RZ mask out, too, for, yeah. for, a, for a little bit there. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, getting it. Uh, we all shout it out. I don't think we can shout much more out, yeah. So one thing I did want to bring up, though, Mm -hmm. is uh, we recently, when we posted the... uh, When we posted the smoke video, uh, the smoke powder video, 
everyone was pretty hyped on the t-shirts that we have, mm. we oh, yeah. have made for a few of us. You know, a good line on getting some soon. So yeah. Um, so if you if you like them, you know, uh, drop yeah. us a message. We're going to be posting them up soon um, for sale. And if you like them, great. Then you can mm-hmm. order. We're going to have a whole bunch, so please order some. Because <laughs> I think we need to order quite a few to be able to to get a good price on them initially. So mm-hmm. we're not going to do much of a markup. Again, we just you know, if you want to buy our shirts, that's fantastic. We really appreciate it. So if you're from the states, it's going to be super cheap. It would be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you're from the states, for every one that you buy, you get you get you, you just buy two. Just buy two. Yeah. No point even uh-huh. buying one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Group buy like cut all the states together. I don't know. Yeah, every right. state. Just every state. Just everybody gets They need one. Mm-hmm. For sure. Scott, what you got? <clears throat> For news? Uh, so today is a little different because uh, I don't want to have depressing news. So. The news for today is Carl and I both suck at pumping. <laughs> Which <laughs> is one news. sucks more than the other. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> it's, it's not news for everybody because we talk about it all the time. So the other night on practice, and Rob hasn't heard this story, so Rob, uh, Rob, well, actually might think it's funny. So after practice, we were, we were sitting around discussing um, how practice went, and practice happened to be an uh, interesting pump practice, mm-hmm. which we will talk about next week or the week after, some other options for training. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got into the fact that uh, Carl and I, we were discussing who sucks less at pumping. And I was under the opinion I, w- I sucked less. Because <laughs> I was like, I can at least get water out of the line with some pressure. And Carl said, I can do that. So, the chief was there. Mm-hmm. And one of our other captains. And they said, well, we have to have a pump-off. <laughs> so at uh, 11.30 at night, there we are in the apron. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> with a bunch of dudes watching us <laughs> so there was uh, we, they, and they were pretty gentle on us we didn't have to drive like too far and do a bunch of weird stuff they, we just drove the trucks out had them running um, we started at the bumper of the trucks mm-hmm. yeah. and then we um, chief said go or whoever said go and we had to run to the truck get in the truck um, put it in pump without grinding the shit out of things um, <laughs> put it in drive to get it going jump off um I looked at the discharge, what discharge we were using. Carl did not. <laughs> this will become important in a few moments. <laughs> Lesson learned for life. So I got on the old pump and uh, put in water. The chief standing next to me making sure I'm not going to destroy the truck. And who was... I was watching Ash was Carl. with uh, Carl. And got water out nice and quick. Kevin was on the line. And all I heard from the other truck was a whole lot of swearing and yelling. <laughs> Carl, tell us about what happened on your side. <laughs> By the way, I won. I won. <laughs> it, it turns out that uh, <clears throat> discharge and pre-connect look very similar when you're in a competition using something that you're not used to using. <laughs> And they both have number one next to them. <laughs> yeah, that was literally the only thing that they had. You saw from one. Was to yeah. say. I, I, I really did. I saw one and the discharge or pre-connect didn't come into mind. Anyway, so I hit the lever. Pump's going. Excellent. Look out. I look at the other captain that was there. He should be getting water. And out of the corner of my eye, just to the left, 
there seems to be some hose standing on end on the bed of the truck <laughs> as the entire pre-connect line starts expanding with fluid on, on the deck. So, needless to say, Scott won. <laughs> um, but not by much. <laughs> and then we had to repack all yeah, the Yeah, it was by a whole lot because I got water in it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was good. Actually, was we, we talked out was a good it was a good thing because mm-hmm. it was under stress. We actually should do it more. We should you actually know, do those races more. For um, guys, I fully agree. Honestly, yeah. now thinking about that, it is the the all of the steps are now ingrained into my brain of how to do that, how to get out, how to get to the back of mm-hmm. that truck because it was so it was that stress. Well, the other thing is the guys threw a threw a wrench into <laughs> us as well as they pulled the pump trains, which neither one of us knew they did, mm-hmm. and I think we both fixed pretty quickly when we realized it was pouring water out and not pumping. Right. Did you have pump drain pulled or Somebody did you find me? <coughs> oh, someone fixed your pump drain for I you? I have no idea. What happened? I didn't fix that. So I have no you idea. didn't fix your pump drain? <clears throat> oh, so they pulled my pump drain out. Oh, so that's why. All right, yeah. Mm. <laughs> 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 well, I did. I had my pump drain open. Someone opened my pump drain for me. Mm-hmm. So I had to close it. What's the pump drain? <laughs> wow. <laughs> so my takeaway from this is that Scott is full of crap. He does know how to pump. And... <laughs> yep. He's running the next pumping club. Yeah, that's right. I've never contended I don't want to pump. I'm just, when things go wrong, I might not know how to fix them. Yeah. And when it came to the, like, the fire we had last the other night, which we'll talk about tonight, um, I would have been far oh. <laughs> in, in, in the ocean drowning <laughs> in deep water. Because <laughs> was, there was a lot of moving parts going on mm-hmm. and a lot of issues, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Ash. Before we go any further, I just had a little light bulb pop in my head. Um, I just wanted to quickly bring up our little friendly rivalry slash whatever with uh, those bar boys. Those bar boys. With rivalry? Um, well, I mean, we... happy Memorial Day, by the way. I was listening to their podcast today. Bar boys. Next. Um, yeah, we we tend to go back back and forth with little jabs or whatever, but we we discussed our. Um, our call a while back where we were responding out of area and then not out of area that they, they, they spoke about what what happens down down south um, at length and how we discussed and I, I know some people probably heard oh, I didn't hear uh, that one. yeah yeah it's uh, the, it's the one they had on uh, a female firefighter from one of their departments um, mm. was the main thing of it but then they they took a bit of a side sidetrack and answered some of the questions that we were asking, which was good. Um, and we discussed how if some people don't pay for insurance, they don't get, there's just no coverage and they'll let the house burn down. Apparently that's really frowned upon, but there are some townships down there that still do that. Yeah. But they are covered to go do the job. Oh. So like where, where they're from and most places, that's how it operates there, I guess is they will go and put the fire out. And I don't know if there's a, a any sort of chatter prior, like, oh, hey, yeah, this doesn't have insurance. Like, they all know. Like, they all, they all know, I'm sure. But uh, yeah. they don't... It's not a go or don't don't go thing like, like we have. But is that in their area? Because I remember... <laughs> there are places, he says, yeah. for sure. There are places that do it. Yeah. Um, they just... Uh, um, it's more frowned upon. Like they, they, they are moving towards, and they have it, been for a while. And if I remember correctly, there was some because there was a video of these guys. There was somewhere mm-hmm. um, where you could hire what department you want to. Right. 
so that you, you can pay less and get. And there was this kind of there was this department like, like there was a, there was, well yeah no it was really <laughs> terrible like they had like these sixteen year old kids no gear on and mm-hmm. they're trying to battle a structure fire and then they kind of the the higher paid guys come rolling in with proper truck proper gear and put it out mm-hmm. it was so long ago it was probably five six years ago I re- I saw this video and I read about it and it was like a twenty minute long video of these it was just terrible and I don't know if that's still a thing or if that was exactly the story but it was definitely like a lesser department and it wasn't like just some poorly um, trained volunteer department it was like these people that were putting themselves out as a fire department and they were getting mm-hmm. paid by people to protect their homes that sounds terrifying <clears throat> yeah yeah that's really scary business it's liable when they huh? definitely fail mm-hmm. yeah Shit. yeah that would be really scary um the other side of that was is it sounds like everybody's having a really hard time if you're not from uh area like us you know pacific northwest us up here down in the states um that have this woodland area that we have to kind of inter- interface protect like they were having a really hard time i talked with nick about it and they can't wrap their head around how there's no mutual aid there. Like they're like, well, oh, right where there. where's the next department? Like I don't understand. Like, it doesn't exist. Like we run mutual aid with all these departments. Like that's just how we do it here. And I'm like, oh no, we do that too. So we ha- we have departments to the north, to the south, but there's to no, the. But there's no department in the mountains. There's no department <laughs> in the middle of the mountains, yeah. right? So yeah. so for us, I mean that would I I can't well, even that, that department is because I don't know. Yeah. Where that wouldn't be, right? Yeah, it's the forestry boys, right? Like it's yeah. the yeah it's the government. Forestry. Which from talking to Marshall Bass uh, the other week, I believe kind of that like it's almost sounded like, and I should I didn't ask him this, but it almost sounded like because he was the way he was describing his thing, it almost sounded like they're combined with what we would call forestry. Yeah, like their 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 department's kind of like they're like hybrid. Combined, yeah, kind of yeah. Like hybrid, which is, that's kind of cool. Yeah, because um, mm-hmm. it sounded like they were really working with these guys but they don't call them forestry they're just all kind of the same brigade yeah. is there not oh, I guess this is talks for down the road with maybe our our own administration to for a fee say hmm. it may not help your insurance but for a fee we would be able to provide some sort of fire protection and if they did have a structure fire or some sort of thing mm-hmm. that's outside of our town boundaries or our firefighting boundaries that we would still respond. Mm-hmm. It would generate an income and still make the homeowner at least somewhat mm-hmm. comfortable that they're still going to be protected. We, we had talked to Bob about that. He, he wasn't quite sure how that would go. Mm-hmm. And I, the only I think I can see the only benefit of, of someone paying would be to lower their home their insurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you know honestly, it's going to take us fifteen minutes to get up there. And in fifteen or, minutes, a lot knowing of Fire like does it in three, yeah. <laughs> but but that would lower their insurance, knowing that a fire department yeah. could respond. Yeah. Even if it's only you know probably still higher insurance, but it would be way better than what they're probably getting right now. <clears throat> and there we have it. Yeah. Bar boys are doing a good job. Yeah, they really are. Um, yeah. You know, I've I've been you know following them since pretty early on. Um, you know, the fact that they've got their three. You know, regular guys now getting guests on. Uh, yeah, you know, you guys are really keen guests there, so. <laughs> we have guests. Well, no, I mean, guests too. Right? Um, I mean, we have things. Well, they do. Yeah. What those guys do have is 
decals or decals mm. as they call them now. Decals, yeah. So decals. I finally passed out. That was my best American impersonation. You know what? Because they gave a shitty Canadian. <laughs> Did they so. say A and Oser and all that? <laughs> no, it was all like it was really French. It was really Nova Scotian. Yeah, like they they oh, thought they, were French, ah, they thought we were all Eastern. <laughs> but uh, I could do a good Alabama, but. Other than that, um, well, what we, what you think is good, Alabama? Talking about my papa. But anyways, I realized that when you call it a, a decal or a decal, mm-hmm. it sounds much more professional than sticker. Right? <laughs> you got our stickers. <laughs> so we need to make some stickers. Uh, is, what, is what we're saying. We need, we need some stickers. So yeah. it's a decal. Send that in tomorrow. Yes, you know what? And you, you and I will. You know what? We'll, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll get it sorted. So we you're, here, you're hearing here first. By, by this time, our decals are going to be off to print. Oh, man, we're going to be set. Oh. By golly. I, I feel like I'm right there. Anyway, we just lost all of our Southern there listeners. You there you go. <laughs> all five. Uh, it was a good run. Good. Uh, yeah, episode 42. Um, we are now almost coming up to a year. In fact, we yeah. started this. I looked up there when it was posted. It was August, I believe, when our first episode was posted. Mm-hmm. Last. Yeah, and August. Well, 52 weeks, so. Yeah, so yeah, We have a few left. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, and, and it was funny because on Thursday night we had an idea for this episode. We did. We're, we did. And then it changed. It did. <laughs> because it of Friday did. night. It did because of Friday. Which we're um, Actually, before we kind of get into Friday, did we want to talk a little bit about... Actually, we can roll the... the uh, yeah. Yeah. We can, do you want to talk about that? Or do you want yeah, to no, you know, we'll talk. Um, so on Thursday night, which is our practice night, which we've <laughs> talked about, we... Um, a few weeks back, a couple of us saw a very short snippet of a, of a little decon shower that some department, I don't remember who, made on the side of their truck. And I remember looking at it going, huh, I know who could make that. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> but I know someone who has imagination and, and mechanical abilities and can think this stuff through. So we sent it down to Dennis, um, who's made our quick spray units, or like our forestry unit before. Like he, he's the one that makes our unit. Um, so I sent him the video, and he's like, yeah, I can make that, no problem. <laughs> so... Joe's a legend. Yeah, Thursday night rolls around, and he's sitting there with... And this is mold one of our decon shower. Mm-hmm. And um, so he has some PB, just some PVC pipe. He's like, and he found an old coupler, or yeah, like a, not a, um, like a brass fitting, yeah. uh, two and a half inch, mm-hmm. that he found kicking around in our mechanical room. And uh, Thursday after practice, I come out in the truck day. <laughs> There's Dennis out there, and he's made this shower. And it basically looks like, for, as a Canadian term, a giant hockey stick <laughs> <laughs> with nozzles on it. And it's mounted on, it can go mounted on the side uh, discharge or the rear discharge. And it's, it was worked great. We took some video. Mm-hmm. Um, we had some smaller nozzles on and they were, they were working okay. Um, but when we went to use it in real time, which we'll talk about, um, they got a little clogged with some, because there's always, there's always a little grit, in, especially in a, in a mm-hmm. fire truck water. Some debris. So the, the grit kind of clogged it. So we just took the nozzles off and we, we had lots of pressure and it was a great thing because it <clears throat> really rinsed off that, that gross um, matter that you get when you're after a structure fire. And it made, and actually one of the guys said, it, my gear was cleaner coming in back from the fire than it was leaving for the, for the call, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Um, so yeah, it, combined with a, just a wash brush and that, we were on this fire we're going to talk about um 
we did, I think we deconned seven or eight people. Like, you know, initial decon. It wasn't full. I think everybody's washing their gear right now. Mm-hmm. But just to yeah, get the chemicals and stuff off. Our wash machine's been going steady since yeah. then. So It works super great. Like, you know, a lot of guys are just, oh, just use a hose. But this allowed us to, during, while we were wrapping up the hoses, we just had that little shower mounted on the side of the truck. And people would just cycle through while the rest of the hoses were getting packed up. And it just runs off the pump. Less water used. Yeah, it was a lot less water Much used. less water, yeah. yeah. Uh, I... Uh, yeah, I mean, as soon as we kind of saw Dennis, Dennis like moshed it together in like 20, 30 minutes and it was mm-hmm. done and ready to go. We were taking it out and testing it. And then uh, it it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. For something quick and small, like, yes, we've got ideas on how we're going to make it way better. And when we do and we get it to a point, we may even start looking at kind of shipping some out to you guys and things if you want to you get your hands on them. But looking at them, seriously, these things were quick and easy. Um, we threw it on top of you know, unit one. Yeah. And uh, it was super quick to attach. I, I mean, when we were testing it out at the front there that first night, it was it was uh-huh. jetting pretty well. The scrub and brush, and yeah. you know, if you're looking at actually getting into the decon stuff, which you should be, 100 mm-hmm. percent after every fire, you should be deconning before you sit your ass back in those trucks. Um, but something quick and easy like that, you don't need somebody running the hose. You just put it on on the side of the side of the truck and just walk through you know it's like a car wash for firefighters you just go through get yourself blasted off soap scrub down with another brush go back in and now your gear is like at least at least like 70 percent better than it was before you went if not more right so just something to think about maybe we'll post we'll post a video up and you can you know know, we were we were in our we'd wear the scbas we wore during uh during the mop-up as well so the scbas got washed down too because one thing people miss a lot in their decon is, is their SCBAs. Mm-hmm. They sit on your trucks and stuff. So those, uh, we, those got washed too. And the masks got washed, you know, I mean the masks we wash obviously when we come back to the hall. But yeah. Yeah. yeah but that high pressure blast knocks all that garbage off. And... Mm-hmm. Cool. It was great. It wasn't even high pressure. Like I was running the pump when we did it out on scene and we, we took the nozzle caps off, but this truck yeah, at idle, file. truck at idle yeah. and just crack it open a bit. And yeah, yeah, Rob's trying to find the sweet spot. He's trying. To... Yeah, because I mean, too much, and you're blasting the person. Straight stream of yeah. water out of this little nozzle to the throat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's um, what Kev did to me when we were testing it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think it worked great. Yep. Cool. Make it kind of break down and. Yeah, we're talking about. And... I was talking to Dennis today about how to make it more like just some different fittings, so we can mm-hmm. break it down into maybe three parts. Yeah. Make it a little shorter. It's funny because the conversation we were having initially when we first had it all put together, everyone was like, oh, no, no, we're not going to use that. And then we all kind of looked at each other and went, it's coming out, like, first yeah. first chance we get. And then literally the day after, we get tonight's episode, which was a warehouse fire. One yeah. of the biggest ones that we've ever had. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. We've not ever had. Well, <laughs> pretty substantial for pretty the fire. Time. Pretty yeah. big fire. You were fighting it for seven-ish hours for cleanup? Yeah, I'd say three hours of fire, intense firefighting, and then mm-hmm. four hours of mop-up. Seven hours of, I don't know, a long time. Five hours yeah. of mop-up. Still probably <laughs> smoldering. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but should we talk about now? Yeah. So, yeah, initially, one in the morning. Um, so Saturday morning, I guess. Um, call comes in. We'll talk about Carl's role in this in a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or lack thereof. Big role. Big role. <laughs> so, 
Actually, you know what? Let's talk about Carl's rule right now. <laughs> it, it'll be the shortest rule. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, roll. Go ahead, Carl. I've literally had the you, worst Carl? couple of days of this. I lost, I lost my pump practice to Scott after he dislocates my finger earlier on in the week. And then in jujitsu, <laughs> fire. Not I don't because I lost the pump. Not because I lost the pump practice, no. And then, uh, yeah. So I didn't. I I missed it. I had my pager in the living room. I had it on low, and I missed it. I slept straight through the page. Oh, the shout out! I am responding. Doesn't work when you have it on. No. Do not disturb. It does not work when you have your phone on. Do not disturb. Work great for me though. I woke right up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did not have do not disturb on. It just sucks. And you know the worst part as well when it's like one of the because we're gonna the, the, the guys are gonna talk about. It. I'm basically just gonna listen and feel upset about the fact that I didn't make this is it. This the third time you've heard it today. <laughs> yes, but it's the fact that you know. You also, you know, you're with a good group of guys when you walk in, and the first thing they do is not only do they like, oh, well, where were you? They don't give you shit about it. They literally just take the piss because you missed one of the best fires that we've had in years, in years. And I was, I was gutted, like genuinely gutted when I got up in the morning. I looked at my phone. I was like, you're kidding me. And then when I text you, and I got the information from Ash, I'm like, I, I don't, you're lying. Can't even be. And then I looked it up and looked up the news, and I'm like. I can't believe I missed this. Like, I was gutted. And then as soon as I walked in the fire, because we had, like, a, a social thing today, um, all the families were there, it just, it, it all started again. The chief gets on me, Scott gets on me. Oh, it's nice to see you. And we yes, have a new, and what do we have now? A new award for Carl? We have a new Carl? award. Called the Sleeping Beauty Award. <laughs> <laughs> so we get a nice pillow for you to sleep on. <laughs> so when you say Carl's role in this, all it was roll from one side of the bed. <laughs> oh, <together>. oh. <laughs> I can hear something in my dreams. <laughs> What's that call for help? I don't know. Uh, anyway, all okay. with the call that never happened, Scott. Go ahead. Okay, well, so even, even before you say that, though, <laughs> so we had some at like 11 o'clock on whatever Friday. Oh, yeah, night, same night. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. We had this burning complaint that we that we all show up and for. It mean nothing. Yeah. Which is nothing. But if you ever have those nights where you're like, ah, because something feels off. I felt something coming. Yeah, Why right? you say that? Because I said, uh, so I had a customer, and sorry, they were, they were sorry, cut you off, but literally mm. they were going to get their, they were looking to get their insurance for their mm. home. And I was like, look, I got a really funny feel. I was like, my spider sense is tingling, and I got a funny feeling something's going to happen. And yeah. she laughed. But I'm not going to call. Well, I was thinking, I was thinking it was going to be like, because there was supposed to be a storm coming. I was like, oh, okay, some lightning strikes. We probably got a wildfire coming, right? Like, <coughs> That was my thing. So I was like, go start your insurance, yeah. say, get it done because I've got a funny feeling something's going to happen. And then I had my pager in the living room next to me and then I went to bed and left it there. Mm. And that's when the trouble started. Wow. But yeah, sorry, Ash, go on. Yeah, just driving through town, like... There, there was, was weird stuff going like on. Like, less desirables were yeah. afoot. People were walking around. <laughs> it was just... The whole night would have seemed... Yeah, it was off, yeah. Friday night. So anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, so... Call comes in one in the morning. Um, I am responding. Actually, goes off first, so I hear the um, Leroy Jenkins, <laughs> and I'm up because <laughs> I've gotten rid of the uh, standby to get some because it was a little too quiet. Leroy Jenkins gets me up, so I'm like oh, pulling my yeah. pulling my clothes on, and then uh, Pedro goes off. Um, you know, standby for uh, warehouse fire. Uh, I think she said packing house warehouse fire. It's packing house is like a fruit packing plant like we have around mm -hmm. here. Um, so, um. 
And then they gave it the address. So it was the addresses on the north end of town. And so we, and, and uh, Grant, out by where Grant lives, Grant was uh, on, I think, our third episode. Mm-hmm. So, but Grant doesn't talk right away. And Grant, because Grant's also an officer, so Grant doesn't say anything right away. And usually Grant's like, right away, is, he'll start giving us what's going on. So I get in my car, start driving, and still no Grant. So now I'm thinking, wait a minute, Grant's business, well, it's not a warehouse, but if you're driving down the road and you don't know what his business is, you could mistake it, could it for a warehouse. Yep. So now I'm thinking, oh, maybe Grant's business is on fire and Grant's out there fighting the fire or something. Mm-hmm. So we get to the get to the hall. Well, now Carrie, who's my other one I remember, so lives on the exact opposite end of town, south end of town, mm-hmm. calls in. She can now see it from her house and she's going direct. So now we're in the hall. We're all like yelling at each other like, we got two fires. We got two warehouses on fire because this is also a warehouse. <laughs> so we're like, there's got to be two warehouses. There's got to be two warehouses. So right away I'm thinking, okay, arsonist, because, you know, like Ash mm-hmm. had a lot of undesirables walking around. Yeah. <clears throat> so, okay. So, um, Chief comes on the radio, is like, you know, one, you, you, you take the north end, um, two, you go south. Um, and then the duty officer was actually going north. And as we roll on the tarmac, or, or no, I guess we were coming down the, we were kind of the road. And, uh, then Grant finally comes on the radio. <laughs> I talked to Grant today, it turns out he was peeing. <laughs> 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 That's why I didn't answer his radio right We away. thought Grant was dead, <laughs> fighting the fire. No, so being. Grant gets on the radio, and he had already driven out of his, uh, he had already driven out of his house, and he, obviously he doesn't see anything. So now it's like, okay, the information we're getting, it's definitely going to be just be the one fire, because then uh, dispatch advises us at the end of the address, and she, and she says there's only been, there's been lots of calls on the fire, but it's only been from this south end. So whatever happened originally was wrong. So, but now we're we're headed north, and uh, so I, I'm the officer in the truck. So I tell the uh, tell our driver, I'm like, bust a U-turn wherever you can. And you know, I drive a sm- fairly small car. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing a large pumper truck, <laughs> an engine, and yeah, Dennis again, Dennis, the guy that makes the shower heads. <laughs> he busts a U-turn in the middle of like this, this intersection, and it was awesome. <laughs> One of the guys said he thinks we're up on two wheels. I don't know if we're that extreme, but it was it was a really good. Uh, U-turn didn't even like we didn't touch a curb or anything. There was a car actually coming approaching the intersection as we was busting this U-turn. They're just like, "What the hell?" <laughs> it was we, a ways away though, I'm sure. Oh yeah, no, it wasn't like right there. But the guy was just like, <laughs> so "You don't really usually see a fire truck cruising along doing a U-turn in the middle of the road." Um, yeah, and then we started heading south. Uh, let me carry on or keep. Were you there uh, first? Well, I guess actually to carry on with what we did, because mm-hmm. Rob's in the truck. Rob is in the truck with this. Yeah. Um, when we got to the scene, what we thought was the driveway, we went down. Um, we kind of went because it was really dark. It's a rural kind of rural area. Um, we went down this driveway. As we get closer down the driveway, you can see the fire from you know, miles and miles away. <clears throat> um, we go down this driveway, and there's a trailer, like a fairly large dump trailer, sitting in the middle of the, the driveway. And we would have had access straight to the fire, but that wasn't the right driveway. So now we're stuck. And one of the guys is like, just ram the trailer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm like, Dennis, oh. don't ram the trailer. Dennis like, I'm not ramming the trailer. That worked. Yes. How do you know? It was <laughs> right. They did it to this minute. Their Warren still, still says we should have rammed it. <laughs> You're lucky you wasn't driving. So I know. I was like, thank God he wasn't driving. <laughs> so um, we start backing up. And now I'm on the radio calling unit uh, engine 182. 
um, I was saying, hey, um, don't uh, don't go down the driveway we're on. Mm-hmm. Go down the second driveway. And so, and that's Ash's truck, so Ash. Yeah, so we, uh, as we're rolling, like, as we're all coming to the hall. And again, like I've said before, I live, it's not very far away, but my route here sucks. And it's a whole bunch of start stops and like high, like family density area. So even at 1 a.m., like I, I can't rip. So I'm already like, all right, well, I hope I get on a tender or something. Like I just want to, this is going to be, if it's something big, I want to be there, right? I get here and I'm like, yes, our second unit's still here. I'm like, this is it. So we rip out there and we're still waiting for, for one more guy. And we see one of our new recruits is just sitting there like, oh man, like, I, I really want to go. And I kind of give the 30 second, like, I looked, I couldn't see anybody else. And I'm like, yep, like, get on, be, right? Like, luckily, we're going to be the second engine in, like, we'll find some work for him, right? Because the first thing I'm thinking is, oh, sweet, like, he can tag a hydrant, boom, like, the, these guys got it, like, I, I can put, put, this, put this guy to work. Um... But unluckily for him, and probably lucky for us, um, Russo comes ripping around the corner, and uh, he uh, rips on, and we pull out, and so we're going, and like Scott says, so they go down. Both of the driveways had like straight on access, but with that trailer there, so we get ourselves positioned first, and as soon as we we see this, um. I'm like, yeah, like big water. This is th- th- this is rolling. So we got our two and a half off off the back, and uh, Andrew goes out there. I got one of the other firefighters to go along with him. Uh, there was a lot of um, a lot of exposures, a lot of other buildings and stuff around. So we got one of our pre connects off to kind of deal with a bit of that. And the moment that like I, I truly gauged what we were up against <coughs> is I'm helping get. Because I got two guys on the two and a half quickly, and I'm over on the other side helping with uh, w- w- with the inch and a half, getting that off and flaked out for him. Uh, and I go back up and see what Andrew's doing, and he's, I, right, he's running the two and a half. He's running the two and a half, and I'm watching two and a half spray on this fire, and I'm like, meh. We're kind of spraying water for nothing at this point. It's vaporizing. It's vaporizing, <laughs> right? And so. I see them kind of position themselves a bit better where, okay, now they're actually making a difference and it's working. But yeah, like if, if you weren't doing a direct attack to it, it was doing nothing. I'm like, this thing was rolling. So like, by, by that time, um, I mean, you can't run without um, a hydrant source or something with a two and a half and an inch and a half and then more afterwards uh, for very long. So right, right away, I was back and forth with the uh, pump operator saying like, hey, like we, we really have to watch our water usage. Uh, so we were you know, being uh, mindful of that, Marshall Bass. Thanks for throwing me out there on that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so we really started to dial some of our water usage back on the, um, on the protection lines. Um, and then we had some, some uh, water supply issues that popped up. Because, because the hydrant was across the highway. Across the highway, so, so we didn't want to we were shut down an entire and and we would have been it would have been a long stretch yeah that. it oh, would have yeah. been mm-hmm. really challenging to get water from a hydrant so we were using the tenders yeah oh. well i was going to say we should probably explain the size of our building so what we've got is kind of two structures that are as one to make this big packing i actually house. thought there was three was there one, three one of the guys described it as a three three structure thing okay mm-hmm. 
Um, but we're talking my level with a yeah something at the back like what, what we were multiple talking. multiple mm-hmm. yeah we're talking like seventy five to a hundred foot wide by about a hundred and fifty yeah. hundred and seventy five foot mm-hmm. long um, I don't know how tall but we're talking about like open open frame truss stop bragging Rob about enough <laughs> podcast over um, <laughs> look it was big and it was hot but I'll get it <laughs> um, stupid. So that's kind of kind of structure we're working with, but it's packed full of. It's probably got apple bins or cherry bins. It's got cardboard materials. It's got. <laughs> well, in the end, we found out after you know we found out what three cars, vehicles, forklifts, <laughs> probably propane tanks. Oh yeah, so this thing was lots of propane. Yeah. I mean, the back corner we found out had a live gas line going to it, so yeah. it was well fueled by yeah. a lot of stuff inside of this building. So it was venting through the roof. By the time we, I remember looking. When we, so when we finally started pulling in, once once we sorted our first truck out and we started coming down the driveway, I looked and we could just we could start seeing the skeletal frame of the building. That's how much yeah. we burnt off of it already. Mm-hmm. I heard um, there was some interesting colors as well. I didn't see that. I was concentrating on mm-hmm. office ring. Yeah. <laughs> I did see some interesting colors, and I wondered too if it wasn't the the tin siding because of the yeah, paint maybe, and everything yeah. that that stuff is made of. There's a bunch of aluminum melted. Yeah. Too, so, yeah. 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 But, I mean, there was vehicles burning and, like I said, you know, quads knows, were on fire. and Who knows yeah, what yeah. chemicals may or may not have been in there, too. Yeah, yeah like, there was some on the north side where uh, one of my teams were. It was, uh, there was some stuff pop that it was popping off for a while. There was some, some you know, chemical or whatever on the inside of that back building, for sure. Yeah. And interesting to see. We really seen a lot of those colorways. As things were blowing, <laughs> like, yeah, at that at that point, it was just yeah, step back. I heard there was some uh, some power pole yeah. ignitions too. Right? So where once we got our engine, our first engine uh, situated after the second engine was already there doing its thing, um, we pulled. I, for whatever reason, we didn't even discuss it. I just decided to take that that kind of southern flank. Mm-hmm. I, we were trying to do the uh, Alpha Bravo Charlie, but the way it was situated, there was like there was no clear Alpha Bravo Charlie. No. <laughs> so it was like we're just gonna go. You know, we know where north we are. South. So we went north, south, you know, mm-hmm. east, west, and it was just as easy. You know, because mm-hmm. we know where we are. <clears throat> um, it's really difficult in that situation to, to figure out where because we basically where the, all the command vehicle or the vehicles are parked. We're basically on the Alpha Bravo. I guess would be. Yeah. I don't know. It was kind of it's hard to sort out because it's a rural area. Mm-hmm. So we go trucking up to the uh, east, uh, I guess southeast corner, and I'm yelling to Rob because Rob has a handline. You had an inch and a half. I so we inch actually we pulled off our, we pulled off Ash's truck because we went right by because their truck was close to the fire. Mm-hmm. So we pulled that off as we're going by. Um, Warren grabbed the big Walter. We had the noisy cricket. <laughs> so, but then that was he, Warren realized pretty quick that he didn't have enough hose. So uh, we had to go back grab more two and a half to make our stretch. Um, once we hit that corner. I looked and I could see there was actually a uh, part of this attached building was wasn't involved yet. It was it was actually it was actually okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm yelling to Rob to cool down these exposures because they were uh, they were starting to smoke. Um, paint was peeling off these pickup trucks that were 50 feet away from the fire. Um, a tractor was melted. The tractor is. Uh, did you see that tractor the was grill? melted? The mm-hmm. grill was melted yeah. right off it, and that was like a good 50, 60 feet away from the fire. So we hit it with a big Walter right away. The noisy cricket. <laughs> um, <laughs> the guys were working on it, and like, I said, not really a lot of effect. So the only thing I'm thinking, okay, we can maybe win. We can at least maybe put this one 
other structure that hasn't even really become involved yet. And just at that moment, I was standing with the chief and the power lines that were supplying the building, they're actually in the backside of the building, right where we were, and they, they, they blew off and they landed and they were like, like firecrackers going off, like, you know, 40 feet away from us, but right where we had to put, make our push, so we couldn't make our push anymore. Um, the other thing that made life kind of difficult was the fact that we were told there somebody might be living in this uh, kind of camper in the back. Mm-hmm. And so we could see the camper, so I, I said to Rob, we had to cool that camper down until we figure out if anyone's in there. Um, so we cooled it down. One of our guys got kind of close and was kind of banging on it, yelling. Mm-hmm. Then we realized the back door was open, and uh, we kind of pieced a bunch of stuff together because like, there was really no smoke there yet. Um, it was really loud. We're banging and yelling. Um, so we couldn't get in because of the. It was kind of the wires were right there, mm-hmm. but we could kind of see inside. And from the electrical from, wires, right? Yeah, electrical yeah. wires. Mm-hmm. So from us yelling, and we just were like, you know, we can't even push in. We just gotta accept the fact. That we hope the person's out. From a safety point. Yeah, of from view, a safety yes. point of view. Yeah. So we we attempted to cool as much as we could, but uh, at that point, that's when the water we ran out of water because we were flowing so much water. And we're relying on tenders to try to get us the water we needed. So we pretty much ran out of water. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, during that transition, though, I was like, well, big water, we're, we're going to have to go to hand lines. So we, we broke it down. We started attaching hand lines. Okay. And then shortly thereafter, the second structure started going up. And then we were like, we need to go back to the big water. So we transitioned back to the, the big water, which is actually pretty good because our our nozzle now, we can do that back and forth very yeah, quickly. Pretty quick. So we had everything kind of set up, so we were doing that. Um, but by this time... Well, yeah, during that, then we're out of water, waiting for water, and, of course, the trailer start, or that camper yeah. starts to go up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it so, was... Yeah. yeah, from just the radiant heat, it started going up. Yeah. Um, and then... Um, just from the fighting, the, the the pulling hose up because this is actually a fairly steep driveway. The pulling hose, the running the big water, the running around, um, the heat of the fire, the freaking heat. Uh, yeah. Um, I lost three of my guys down. Like I look back and because I come back from doing officer stuff <laughs> and I'm like, where's everybody? Like two guys are behind a bin, a bin trying to take cover from the heat. <laughs> um, and myself and yeah. Warren. Yeah, you guys were, yeah, yeah. and uh, Jason's laying in the orchard <laughs> trying to cool down. So then me and another officer grabbed the two and a half, and we started working. And uh, and actually, these guys, I didn't realize until later, were lobbing water onto us to try to keep us cool. Because we were, like, right in the middle, and we thought we could still hold it. But, yeah, because then the water died again. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was kind of a fluctuating on and off with the water. Yeah. So by that time, we were just like, we're, everything was defensive. Because we this other structure, like the chief reviewed me, he's like, "How's the back going?" I said, "The other structure is starting to become yeah. involved." And mm-hmm. within, it was interesting because it's the first time I watched a a structure go from, like, because usually when we get on scene, it's either fully involved or it's partially involved. It's mm-hmm. the fire's already done its most of its work. Um, this was like, yeah, we get to watch right from the start to yeah, how fast it gets rolling. And it was like, like Warren said, within a minute, two minutes, it was. We had flames shooting out, and this thirty-foot-high fireball was coming out of the thing, yeah. and then the gas line touched off, and that was adding to the fuel. <laughs> and we were, we were sure, like going back, if we could have everything go right, yeah. if that power line wasn't there, if we had all the water we needed, we think we could have had that second attached piece saved. If we could have made the push, mm-hmm. if we could have made that push, we could make, we make a push. So as soon as that power line cut you off, it pretty much took away that initial option, and you had to go onto the, onto the defense at that point. Well, I think at the same mm-hmm. time, 
is when we lost our water. So that power line came down. Within like 10 and, seconds, yeah. Yeah, and then we ran out of water. So we were busy breaking things down to change to that two hand lines. And yeah, we couldn't do any pushing closer other than where we were and either lobbing water into steam, basically, yeah. or putting some water onto this camper, which failed because by that time it was so fully involved that there was no saving that. So, yeah, um, yeah we were just screwed. I mean, it, it sounds like, you know, it, it sounds like the plan was there, the idea was there. Yes, there was some issues with, with tenders and some water supply, which... It just happens when you're in a rural area. It's a, yeah, it does. You know, and, and I don't think a lot of... Uh, City boys can wrap their head around rural it's, firefighting. It's judge because <laughs> they're yeah. like, "What do you mean? What's a tender?" <laughs> like, well, but you know, from that point, after we got water to the tent from the tenders, um, I can't say how long in, but once they started rolling back and forth, there was no water issue. Yeah. It was just that first initial push because you know they, they, they have to yeah. go. They have to go find a hydrant. They have to go hit it. They have to start filling up their trucks. Um, we're dropping, you know, two thousand gallons of water. I mean, I was going to say because normally, because we, I remember that night we timed it. It's about five or six minutes we can run full with bore. big water, full bore, two and a half, like full kick. Yeah, going for that that period of time, and then the truck runs out. So if you think you now add hand lines to that too mm -hmm. from the side for the pre-connect, you, you're running down to like four minutes. It's tough to get a tender out in four minutes. You're the first two trucks on scene. Mm -hmm. You know the it's always two trucks first it tends to be the case unless yeah. it's grass fire and it's in a rural but you know that's kind of how she rolled i think one thing that saved us is that thursday night practice before too is on our second tender which is a little bit scary for some mm -hmm. it's, it's like a, i can't remember how many is it 15 1500 oh gallons and Spencer would be able to explain the truck a little bit better, but it's, uh, it's, um, whatever manual shift mm -hmm. with, uh, was it a 12 speed? <laughs> it's got the, it's got the, it's got the, got air. the gear, uh, thing taped in, uh, in old, uh, like it's like a drawing. <laughs> it's taped mm. onto the dashboard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's a 10, 10 speed. It's a 10 speed. Mm -hmm. It's got that kind of air shift. Yeah. And I, again, Spencer could explain a lot better. A bunch of us did take it out for a drive the Thursday night before this fire. And luckily enough, somebody showed up and said, you know what? I'll jump in that truck and I'll drive and shuttle Well, funny water. enough, do you know who showed up and drove it? The one guy who wasn't on the practice. <laughs> was the one guy that asked the next time that we do anything with, you know, tender work, I want to take the old one because I'll probably be the guy to do it. Yeah. So Thursday comes Wait. around. Nope. He was working. Kevin, Kevin uh, three. Kevin three. Two. Yeah. Oh. Kevin two. Three. 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 Um. Uh, he got off work at like twenty after seven. Got got home. Tried to eat quick and blah blah blah. And by that time, he's like, you know what? Like I just gotta. Maybe it's a busy time for those guys too. And <clears throat> yeah, she's like, oh, I miss. I you know I missed uh, practice. It is what it is. Uh, but yeah, he was the guy that hopped in. He's like, well. He knows how to drive truck. And he knows how to drive stick, but just with the straight cut gears. I mean, this is a industrial transmission. Like it's not. There's no clutch work, right? People that know how to drive these things understand. So it's uh, it's an extra challenge. But he got us water, and that's it. Like going, people that like kind of know how to drive these things, going up through the gears is one thing. It's the slowing down, <laughs> yeah. and that thing's got like a baffle and a half. So. 
It's it's easy when shifting. Let me bring that back. It's easier when the tank's full, but uh, yeah, if it's not completely full, if you're rushing and it's only three quarter full, because you want to get yourself back to the fire, because we were calling for water. Mm -hmm. Like it was, like what's our you know what's the status on on water? Because what seems like forever actually, like as I think back now, it was quite quick. Those those guys were on it, and uh, just to explain. Our first water tender pulled in the same road that Scott's truck pulled, pulled down. So there was some confusion going on there. And that was the delay in getting us water. So we, we, we had some ideas on, on how to fix this issue. Um, there was a choice made. It, it worked. Probably won't happen again. Um, but, uh, and again, the outcome... I mean, we got water in the end. We got water. Right? Ultimately, like mm -hmm. it, it, there was there was a lot that was done initially, and the structures mm -hmm. that were close enough to this place. By the time everyone had gotten there, they were yeah. probably already going to be toast, regardless. Yes, you yeah. thought you could have saved one. Unfortunately, you were cut off by power lines. Because mm -hmm. you, you know what? Like, honestly, <laughs> once those power lines, were, um, if say if the power lines were out of the picture, um, I had made a call, so I went down. And I think Ash was there when he came down, and I went to the chief because because I, I knew that second structure was up there. I said, "Give me all the water in this truck because we we have a good chance of saving this building." Mm -hmm. And I actually went to Dennis because he was driving a truck, and he says, I, "I'm good for water right now. I can give you guys as much water as you need." So really, that um, that structure, if, if it was a, it was strictly the power lines that, that really screwed us on mm -hmm. because we because um, water conservation was dumped into our like it was on our truck. Now, all, any water that was coming was coming for that truck mm -hmm. because they, we felt we could still save that. But that power line, that power line through the <laughs> through the wrench because mm -hmm. we can't cross over it and there was no angle that we could hit hit it properly from. But, I mean, yes, there were there were losses and, it, yeah. you know, regardless, that was going to happen. But there was a whole bunch of stuff that was saved too. Oh, yeah, yeah. The entire, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd mm -hmm. say four or five structures. Yeah. Yeah. And they were smoking when we got there. Yep. Yeah, everything was like once we realized that like our initial attack wasn't going to be helping where we were going to reach, we went, we went defensive, strictly defensive yeah. on our end pretty uh, yeah. early, yeah. Um, which I I think was the saving grace on the uh, um, southwestern side, whatever. Yeah. I think that was because uh, you saved another trailer down there, and we also did, a. Yeah. Uh, that secan thing. Yeah, so there's a, a secan with a whole bunch of stuff inside of it. There was another trailer on the backside. There was a vehicle, um, which we that was that was what was what we were trying to get to when the water ran out. Um, so we're like, oh, and like like you say, I got to watch that from nothing to well, she go. <laughs> and once that went up, there's I mean it's okay. Well, that's off off on its own. Nothing's gonna happen there. Let's worry about what's over here now, and we'll come back to that once we have all the water that that we need, right? But and then on the other side, there was this massive row of pallets, which if you can imagine, if that went up, that's backing onto another property, and there's another structure just on the other side of that. So, um, to be able to protect all of that and stop it from spreading, um, man, there was a 60 foot high tree that was yeah. like on fire about 18 times and, and the whole time we're, <laughs> the whole time we're, we're, we're calling for water to get shut off so we can extend our hose lines yeah because you know we're you know we, we, we can't we're making, a stretch, yeah. we're making a stretch making a stretch we're dragging hose up we're trying to bring more hose and you know we and it was a 
not a long weekend, but it's a weekend, and a lot of guys were, in, were away, mm-hmm. um, including Carl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never living it down. Yeah. So we were, and then yeah, like I said, you know, the guys were getting exhausted. We had, we lost. You four, lost three guys. Well, plus four. Yeah. Four, mm-hmm. four to heat exhaustion. I, like, and three guys were out for a little while. One guy actually had to go into the ambulance. Yeah. So for checked. me, that was. Uh, I'll tell you, that was a feeling, and I was super, super happy to see him come back. I mean, obviously, yeah. but. Um, so I'm kind of shuttling myself back back and forth, uh, looking after the south side, coming back to the truck and seeing what's happening there, um, back and forth, back and forth. And everything's good when I'm in, in the what was the back side of the building. And then I come back out, and I'm kind of doing one of the, hey, where's Andrew? Oh, yeah, he left in the ambulance. Ugh. Right, because he's one of my guys, and I was like, "Gosh, like, what the hell happened?" Oh, he like, which I I had heard about your guys first, so I knew that people were were having some some trouble. Uh, but yeah, man, that was uh, not not something that you like to hear that one of your men get taken off in an ambulance. Before that, mm-hmm. when Scott was telling me this earlier, yeah. Andrew pointed out to yeah. Scott too because Andrew's in construction. <laughs> Save my ass again. <laughs> I was going to say second time, second he's, time he's done it. He's yeah. looking at the building as it's going up, and he s- says to Scott that this wall's going to collapse in mm. in a couple of seconds, couple of minutes. Yeah, he said, "You got." He, he said, "You've got a few minutes, but just to let you know that wall is starting to sag towards you." And I'm with uh, I'm with Jason, back him up. So I'm like, Jason, let's shift like four feet to the right. So I'm, I'm, I'm examining how tall the wall is, judging us. I'm like, all right, let's go over like four or five feet. And then, you know, probably four or five minutes later, yeah, the wall's like, Poof. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> thanks, Andrew. <laughs> so yeah, definitely one of those things that was real good that Andrew pointed that out because he definitely don't yeah. want to have that wall, be it wood burning and tin yeah. siding, like, yeah, banging on these yeah, guys. Yeah, it wasn't a giant so, wall, but yeah. it was still going to be hot and... And the heat did intensify as soon as that wall fell over. Oh, yeah. So that was, that was my arm. <laughs> yeah. It... And then one of the other things that we were having an issue, because so the power line goes off, and that's the problem. Power's still alive, and we're watching this power pole start to light up. Mm-hmm. And at the top of the power pole is three... Three transformers. Big transformers, yeah. and they're cooking, they're starting boiling. They're going, yeah. And we're like, well, if those blow, because I don't know if... Because um, in those things, there's a bunch of oil. So when they blow, you'd have a lot more problems, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially when we're kind of, we're not right underneath them, but we're, right in you, know, the you don't ever know how high they're going to blow when they blow. Because I've heard stories of them cooking off and spraying everywhere. And so um, the electrical guys, they showed up to cut the power and they had asked us a couple of times. Well, the position of that pole from where that camper was, was maybe 20 mm-hmm. feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then another 20 feet or 30 feet. To where that that building was, yeah. and then those flames were shooting well above the top of that pole, yeah. so it had to have been pretty hot up there because they were really smoking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so the, so we kind of cooled that down a bit, make sure it wasn't going to go off. So there's a lot of working parts, a lot of things like uh, yeah. like keep track of. Yeah, and as you know, people are like, "Oh, it's a big fire." It's these fires kind of annoy me because it's like I don't like I don't like unwinnable fires. To me, it was mm-hmm. unwinnable because, like, we get there and, like, everything's stacked against you. I mean, we won in the fact that we, no one got really badly hurt and we saved some um, exposure. Saved some pretty good exposures. But, and the guy, the guy that lived in the one trailer that didn't go up, he was pretty mm-hmm. happy when in the morning when he came to, to see us. But yeah. it just, 
unwinnable fires annoy me. Because, <laughs> like, you know, a good house fire where we can move in and still save people's property is, is good. But when you have an unwinnable, like, when it's just so big when you get there. Well, especially when it comes to warehouses too, right? Like there's There are no doors. There's nothing inside. It's a massive open space mm. full of flammable stuff ready to go, right? Mm-hmm. Like, And it's it's all contained in a, in a giant metal can. So as yeah. soon as you ignite that, there's no stopping it. There's no controlling it. There's nowhere to... Yeah, to, don't close to, before you doze. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's none of that, right? It's just an open space that is, is just going to keep going and going and going. So. But learning experiences, oh... Yes. from that oh form. huge oh yeah. yeah I don't think there was anybody on that scene yeah. that didn't take you know some, some things away I wasn't was on that scene and I'm still <laughs> yeah. already thinking about I'm st- I'm thinking about now to keep your pager with you <laughs> <laughs> in the shower <laughs> it is literally going to be glued to me from now yeah. no the, the the conversation that I'm thinking of is I'm I'm going to have to really think about one approaching all of these people and making sure that they put their house numbers and stuff at the end of their driveways properly so that we know what we're turning well, probably this wasn't a house this is a well warehouse what well, businesses they, we need to make sure we push that that's one portion of what i've picked up because a lot of people don't follow that well and they did have they did have a big entry yeah. sign but we didn't it's know just it we got confused by yeah because we didn't have a name yeah. of the place we just had a warehouse on fire mm-hmm. right at this place right and obviously we could see it yeah, just, just wrong driveway. Yeah. yeah, regardless, it's one of the it's one of the yeah. things. And then I think another. And thing I still as can't well say is, enough. It wasn't the wrong driveway. Like both yeah, the driveway was valid. Drivers. That driveway was, it was just viable. blocked. Just some. It was blocked. Sadly, yeah, there was. You could go down left or right. Left had a trailer dropped in it. Right had nothing. Right. So it was made where you can loop in. Like people can drive in, turn it's around. Big, but the trailer was blocking it, it. it. for the big big trucks, right? So yeah. Right, right. And the, the trailer was the portion. The trailer that was, just was just the portion. Yeah, and it was like a big dump trailer that you would yeah, it wasn't haul like, around. It wasn't with like the one skin. guy could pick it up and oh. drag it away because that's the first mm-hmm. thing I thought. I was like, well, what if I send out one of these guys? Can they pull it? And they're like, no, too big. Yeah, like it was a big metal dump trailer to haul like a skid steer. Like it was, it was big. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Lessons. Um, Yeah. So the, uh, you know, we we fought it for up in our area for quite a while. And basically, it was like we said, it was just surround and drown. Not even drown because it wasn't not not wanting to drown. (laughs) Um, So then we added more. I think we we decided like where we were was it was a lost cause. Uh, The exposures were fine. So we started pushing even we from oh by this sorry by this time the um, I think for yeah for you know a couple minutes later the um, power guys came and shut down the down the line mm-hmm. and then we um, <laughs> we pushed in deeper to the north with and actually I let Grant because Grant's one of the other officers he ended up taking over that side and they pushed in and there was like um, I think it was the other side of that pallet stack and yeah that other vehicle and stuff so they worked on that. So we saved that side, yep. and then uh, I carried on with my side, yep. and that's when we started. Finally, now now we started uh, as officers. We started getting back together and putting our heads together to figure out what more could be done. Yeah, how we're gonna keep fighting it. Yeah, I think once we got to the point where both structures kind of collapsed in on themselves, and the power was off, um, and you had manpower back because yeah. I know I had to go cool off and go for rehab with the ambulance mm-hmm. uh, once i was done there get a fresh bottle come back in mask up and we uh jay and i yeah. pushed in and so. did a little bit of knockdown uh the car in there the 
whole cherry line that was inside of there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just hitting whatever hot spots we could, but even that wasn't enough. It was just still so hot inside there oh, yeah. um, that, you know, inch and a half hand line just making inside. No it was making no difference. It just yeah. basically just hit it for a bit, come back out, and just let it burn itself out. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, it's interesting to see the difference between a warehouse burning. I mean, because it hasn't been our first warehouse. We've had a few since I've started. Mm-hmm. Um, to see how much heat's in those compared to a house, because a house, you know, we hit it with the two and a half. That usually knocks enough of the heat out of it for us to push in and make the final attack. Pretty quickly, too. Yeah. There's, really there's more pathways, too, in a in a house yeah, like where you can yeah. steam it. Yeah. Whereas yeah. this is just a big yeah, like open Carl's space. Yeah, there's no steam factor in, uh, in yeah. the giant box. There's just right? nothing you can no. do. Yeah. Interesting. So, I got a bit of a quote. Do you think foam would have made any difference no. at any no. point there? No? Nothing. Yeah. No. Like Scott says, it wasn't winnable from the moment that we got there, basically. Like, you, if, if the miracles happened that there wasn't a power line directly o- over top of where we were trying right to go. right there. <laughs> if there was a hydrant with all the water that we needed, m- might have made a difference. Maybe got that back structure. Those, those back, like yours and mine, we yeah. might have had some luck there, but the main structure was done before we got on scene. Like, it was... They, this thing's huge like you could drive a semi truck into it and it was venting yeah. through the roof when because, we got on scene it was huge because we were being down. aggressive like we oh, were yeah, not yeah. in a defense right away we oh were, yeah that's, we, were, we were like mm-hmm. I mean you know us it's <laughs> never it's yeah. never the yeah. first thing we're an grow. aggressive department and we, we were making mm-hmm. an aggressive push but it's like <laughs> well I wonder too you might say oh if we had an elevated water source and shot water in that still wouldn't have done anything mm-hmm. by the time we got on scene that that north west corner of the building you could already see right through yeah. to this to the other side yeah. mm-hmm. and it already burned so yeah, much you could so. Add a, like a four inch master stream and like all the like ladder trucks from yeah. new york <laughs> and no matter a couple extra pumpers probably but, wouldn't have yeah. helped yeah. much it would have still just mm-hmm. been turning to vapor right away yeah. so one so- thing um was uh bob was really the chief was really um good i mean he was up there with me for a little while up there to watch the power lines explode and <laughs> stuff to happen and then I'm like and then he was we were having to talk and he's like I'm gonna go back down to the trucks and that'll be where I'm gonna that's where my command, like, mm-hmm. command post is gonna be actually where, where he ended up posting up was uh, was this uh, flat deck truck which is awesome and when later on when we looked at it so where, where his command center was it was so hot it was still like the paint was blistering off his truck and that's where he was standing mm-hmm. <laughs> just to give us direction and honestly, there wasn't a lot of, uh, uh, like, there, was, there wasn't a lot of smoke. Everything was, it was so hot, everything was pushing right to the sky. Oh, yeah. So, you know, for the most part, it was very clean around the whole fire. You know, it was very, like, So, so, because, and, and we say that Bob, you know, Bob was kind of back, back a little bit. And again, we're, we're going into that conversation of how we're now running the officer teams. Like, the officers are going and doing, mm-hmm. doing the kind of upfront piece work. And Bob, again, is doing yeah. that, that back piece as the chief and, having conversation without direct connection mm-hmm. being the fact that he's not coming up and talking to you he's over the radio hey what's going on attack team one attack team two or truck one truck yeah. two what's going on mm-hmm. tell me and then he's getting that information and making calls from the back like yeah. the power pole incident obviously yeah. hitting the power pole calling that stuff off yeah. making sure that's cool right? well it was also good because so it was uh, ash was on one side i was on the other side grant was on another side um and then uh, Steve, who's an officer we've never talked about, um, he actually 
didn't take any sides. What he did was actually, um, he was more almost like our safety guy. Cause he, he was, was more safe. He was one that sure. really, he, he, he ran into the power guys and he was like, Hey, we need to shut down right now. So they shut down the whole kind of grid in the area cause they couldn't get up to shut down where we were. Um, yeah, he was, and he was kind of coordinating the, the water movements. Mm-hmm. So it was good having him out there too. Cause he was doing, cause we didn't need any more people trying to officer a fire that were just logging water at anyways. We needed an officer making sure, um, mm-hmm. like kind of traffic control. So he just took that spot. No, I don't think anyone told him to. He just that's he's like, yeah, this is where this is the hole that needs to be filled. But I'm gonna fill it, mm-hmm. and then he that was what he was doing for most of the night. It sounds like uh, <clears throat> it sounds like from what it was, it went is. And when I was talking to the chief earlier, he said, you know. It, Yes, we lost some structures, but they were structures that could not be saved. It was what it was. That fire went phenomenally well, especially considering yeah. um, the the initial uh, initial issue that we mm-hmm. had with the war. But other than that, he said like that everything went smoothly, uh, mm-hmm. as best as it possibly could, and everything that could have been saved was saved, you know, to the best of our ability. So he was very happy, mm-hmm. very happy. It was a. I don't want to say low low stress, but that was it, it was a pretty low stress fire. Like just hot, you know, hot, hot, hot. It was like crazy. It was like we were busy. We were everybody was kicking ass and working hard. Um, yeah, I didn't really, you know, I don't know. I wasn't feeling like oh, I'm overwhelmed. No, um, I felt like the guys were doing everything they could. Mm-hmm. We were trying every trick in the book we knew. <laughs> everything we like, yeah. I felt like I was like, okay, let's try this now. Mm-hmm. That didn't work. Like, let's try this now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, nothing we were trying was really working. Sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. Yep. Just like practice. Like, yep. sometimes, and that's what we're talking. Sometimes you have to train so hard in practice, it, it, it'll just fail. Yep. And that's just life. Train to failure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I know I, w- I was getting frustrated that there wasn't any water, but not knowing what the story was down at the trucks. Mm-hmm. So I'm up at up at the top there, you know, where's the water? Come on, we can, we can get this. And yeah. no water. And, you know, there's that. But it was good to see that... Scott, Ash, the officers could take some time to, these guys know what they're doing, mm-hmm. get together, this is what we're doing, you know, kind of be on the same page as, and this is what we're going to do rather than, you know, there was good communication mm-hmm. uh, from everybody, so. Yeah, our radio chatter was <clears throat> probably the best it's been in a while. Like, it was, it wasn't overwhelming by, by any means, like... Mm-hmm. Said what needed to be said. Said what needed to be said. said. Yeah, but uh, I think the most chatter was me going because every time we got a new line, yeah, was me like, "Hold on, hold off." <laughs> yeah. In a one, rear discharge down, discharge on. <laughs> In a two, the driver's side reconnect on because I had I was because I had taken one of hoses off Ash truck, so I'm like yeah. trying to remember what truck, what hose is what, and where where mm-hmm. things are and. And then, then Ash did the same thing on his side, so it was like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a lot of that. And the, and the pump operators, the guys in the engines, were they were they were quick. They were just yeah. yeah. The other thing is nice to see, and I I guess I don't see it used a lot uh, from me uh, was Bob around with his command board, mm-hmm. keeping track mm-hmm. of of everything and really getting some use of it. Because I know we're we're working on using our accountability boards and um, more so yeah. yeah more so so it was good mm-hmm. to see that that we're we're working on everything. Yeah, for sure. There was so much manpower swapping on, on that call, yeah. which, like, 
was I'd say my biggest challenge was knowing like I know who I got there with yeah. but by the end of it like I'm grabbing there was yeah. like one of our rookies I'm like I want you and yeah. so Bob goes against him yeah. and then we got guys it was just a big cycle right so yeah. like who came with us and then by the time you send one guy off to rehab like I'm getting somebody else back who came with you guys and, yeah. but every, every you know every five I think every five ten minutes um, we were going back and forth like, and we then got, Bob we got, we'd come over to see Bob and, yeah. and we'd be like Okay, who's over there right now? Mm-hmm. And we do like an accountability check. Yeah, he was doing really good. Like, and that was it. Like, I was posted up at that back a lot, and I mean, I was just cycling from the truck because all of my guys, whomever I was looking after at that point, were either, you know, working kind of on that bottom section right off the tail of of our engine, and then the backside there, which was pretty cut off from everybody. So, and it's like you say, it's almost eerie. You see this one hose line going off into nothing. You're like, ah, I got two firefighters back there. And I mean, they've got comms and everything. But to be able to stand back and like you say about that, that wall, we had a very similar thing. We had some guys doing some work. And at one point, we thought it was kind of right around the same same time that you guys thought, hey, if this power line wasn't here, we can make a difference. And we were doing the same thing on the backside. Um, and just as that happens we lose water or whatever so now well, it is you know it is what it is um but uh once the water came back on they they made a a pretty good attack on it and it started to make a bit of a difference and then uh no i think we're losing it so they started to go a bit defensive but they're right up there doing the work i'm taking that step back and i'm like uh, that doesn't look very good so i get up there i'm like hey guys watch out and next thing you know there's this kind of like a foyer drops down it was not where they were like they they were aware of it but they couldn't see just how much it was starting to degrade so yeah it's it's uh, again that having <clears throat> having that detached view which again mm-hmm. is what the officers are there now for mm-hmm. um, they are that that third third set of eyes third set of hands mm-hmm. detached view taking a peek at what the two guys that are in there doing the work are really really missing in That's that right. larger frame mm-hmm. right um, it, I the value of that is is absolutely mm-hmm. uh, absolutely one of the most important things I think that we've added right. and, I, and, I, and actually I even like the uh, fact and even on the flip side we've added the fact that the officers are allowed to go back to work because for years previous officers were kind of just like I, we've said this before they were they yeah. were meant to stand out and observe well that fire when my truck were like all three of my guys were, were out trying to rehab um, it was just literally me and another officer were trying to run the hose. Yeah. Um, while the guys were taking a taking a, a break, and then like I said, they were cooling us down while we were trying to get in there. So it was the fact that we could still get in the fight, but we then as soon as, as, soon as we didn't need to be in the fight anymore, um, we we could peel off and then let yep. these guys come back in, mm-hmm. and then carry on with what we needed to do. That's exactly <clears throat> the same thing. I know one time JP was doing something, and his bottle starts to go, so I pull him back. And I knew one other guy was coming back from rehab. So I'm like, just go. I grab onto the hose line. Now a ways back because I'm back now. All I'm doing is just looking after those exposures. Once those guys came came back, boom, they went back in. Did a, a, you know, a more aggressive attack and tried to knock some of the other stuff down. But uh, yeah, being able to, to jump in and out, but only do it when need be right like mm. we don't want to be the guys going on the initial attack but um i don't think that ever would have happened before they'd be like oh well that's what it is mm. we're now we're yeah like jump in there do some work but when when necessary yeah 
Big yeah. night. Well, yeah, and then once uh, once the main part was down, and of course it gets into the, I go to the, I go to the new rookie guy. I'm like, hey, so now's the board. Now's the, now's the crappy part. <laughs> now's the mop up, <laughs> and a mop up on a big fire takes forever. <laughs> yeah. So we were there for what five extra hours? Yeah. yeah. So we got together and had a little tailgate tailboard meeting. Um, forget who had to go home again. Volunteer department. Some of us had to go to a country music concert. (laughs) And it wasn't Rob. (laughs) Howdy. (laughs) So Ash had to actually travel quite a distance to go. So, Mm. you know, he had to cut uh, cut loose. And then um, JP actually had to go back to looking after the Boy Scouts. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, they're going to be waking up soon. I should go. There there was other people there. there. (laughs) But they've got a really strict ratio of of, uh, like scout leaders to to kids or whatever, right? So they had a plan in place where if he was, if there was a big call, he could leave. But yeah, he's like, So like, you know, and it it just goes to show this this volunteer thing, you know, full-time department, oh, we'll throw more overtime at it or the next crew will come in. Or the next crew comes in nice and fresh, right? Whereas with us, it's like, okay, uh, who doesn't have to work? Or they're still in bed. Yeah, Yeah, the freshest people, right? You're just waking up, making your morning tea. Uh, Yeah, where were you anyway? I didn't come by from (laughs) Alpha. I think yeah, bed's on nine o'clock. Wow! I text, oh. I text you. Yeah, we were I text just going you right for a bit. I was just like, oh. and then I saw the thing. I was like, oh, it, was a, it was a Sunday morning lion. I was like, oh, this is great. It's a Saturday morning. Oh. <laughs> Sunday, Saturday. So, I'm a realtor, man. I'm lucky if I get a weekend. Oh but gosh. regardless, I am, I am absolutely Janet. gutted. I missed mm-hmm. it. Gutted. I missed it. Um, Anyways, back to mop up. Yeah, back to mop up. <laughs> um, but it was good on, during the mop up because uh, you know we got down to like five, six of us, so we had one tender operator. Um, Rob's around the pump, and um, I had four, four, yeah, five, four or five people with me. Um, so it, it actually we had it set up pretty good. So we had um, three people always on air, taking the three sides of the of the structure, put a note, and then uh, I had one person kind of waiting in reserve. Nice. So the person waiting in reserve was um, every time a bell would start ringing, I'd be like, "Okay, next," and then they'd cycle <laughs> in, and then uh, next person, that person that was just ringing, would come out. They'd they'd chill out for a few minutes because it's you know it's tiring work oh, yeah. trying to do a proper mop up, especially after trying to fight a fire for yeah, fighting a fire like you're multiple hours yeah. since one a.m. You've had very little sleep to and none. you know again we we worked. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very little sleep or no sleep, and no we, sleep. and you know, you worked your, your day job the day before, so you're you're trying to do all this work. Everybody's getting tired. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, this the the old RZ mask came into play for me because I I didn't have a full BA on, but I was and I wasn't getting really deep in there, but I was you know getting close enough, so I was like oh, I should have something on. So I put my my RZ mask on so I could observe what the guys were doing, and I'd come back. Um, and then uh, yeah, we pulled out the. The um the decontaminator as we called it. The decontaminator. <laughs> Which was that shower. That shower that we just built on Thursday. We pulled that out and hooked it up inside the truck. This will never get used. We Boom. ran and she comes. Ran seven people through it. Six or seven. Uh, including the guys that were leaving the night before. On that as well, not just for decon and I think we talked about it after. We could have used it for rehab yeah, as well. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, if we had water. Yeah. <laughs> if, there was, if there was enough water. Those guys over there having a shower. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been a really good option for that quick. It would have been, yeah, yeah, been nice. Yeah. I mean, I know uh, Warren basically dove into the uh, portable tank to try yeah. to cool down. Yeah. Yeah, um, I dunked my head. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw Warren had a, Warren take a, took a picture of himself 
um, in between there, and it was a, it's just a bright. You look like a tomato. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, People got hot. Yeah. yeah. But the, so the decon shower, that thing worked great. We you know quickly, someone would come in, circle around, um, get get most of it off, and we scrub them down with a brush. They go back in, do a couple more circles. And mm-hmm. They were super, like, not super clean, but clean enough to get in the truck and not. Like the trucks Drag usually, all that. trucks didn't smell like smoke. They didn't smell like chemicals. Yeah, it was fairly the clean. Didn't smell, right? Like, the hall didn't smell yeah. when we got back, like it usually does. I I've been home. away, obviously. Like yeah, like I left yesterday morning after the call, and got back today, and I walked in the bays. I'm like, oh man, she's gonna read. Even when I came in, I was expecting it because that's what we used to do. smell like, right? Yeah. Everybody in nope. night right now, there's gear being washed all day today, all day yesterday. Yeah. So that culture changes. Nice. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. It's a mindset yeah. change, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, Gus was washing his. It's a brand new guy. And, you know, he's been told now from day one. We're washing our gear. Fire, wash your gear. So, and he's on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. That dryer's running full bore down there. Mm-hmm. The dryer and washer are running full bore yeah. right now. And how about that, eh? Like, he's a recruit not even on yet, and that's some, some good experience. That's fantastic. Yeah. This kid... You know, it doesn't take long to change that culture. People are like, oh, it'll take years. It actually, you know, two, maybe it two did. years mm-hmm. yeah. since we really started pushing the, uh, yeah. really the cleaning gear regularly, doing mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Piece by piece, it's all, it's yeah. all coming in, I think. Yeah. Beautiful thing. Man. Well, sounds like you boys have fun. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. looking around time. the room, I can see some baggy eyes from yeah. three of us. Man, <laughs> you look good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I was up for more than 24 hours on that call. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, worked the day before and overnight. Oh. Yeah. yeah, like Friday morning, I was up quite early. Got into work early. We had a lot of stuff to do at work. Um, and then, yeah, so that rando call at yeah. 11.30. I just dozed off. Like, I was yeah. in bed, and I kind of got started out of bed. Like, Ugh. I actually felt like I slept longer than I did. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, what time? Oh. Like, four in the morning? Oh, it's one. Oh, yeah. I feel okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fire, the funniest thing. I'm driving driving down here. Got my new favorite uh, go to fire calls call or uh, song. <laughs> the radio happened to be on in my car, and I'm driving. It was like the radio station that it's like the easy rock radio station. That's all we have. And Highway to the Danger Zone is on. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice. all done, man. I love that. So I'm like, crank it up. Love that. It's a view. <laughs> it was awesome. Love that track. Great story. So funny. So. <laughs> We're, we're transitioning from from fighting the fire to mop up, and I'm going to be the pump operator on this truck. Well, I don't have a phone or contact as far, because I'm also the PR guy. So I asked one of the officers when they come back to bring my phone with me. So he brings my phone back with me. I'm checking my messages later on, and I have a message from Carrie's husband. <laughs> says, hey, do you guys have a fire call last night? Because... Carrie's not at home. Do you know where she is? <laughs> no. No, I don't know what you're talking call, about. I'm just getting up. Right under the uh, <laughs> Best text message I ever had. Uh, oh, by the way, when you wear socks, wear long socks. <laughs> yes. 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 You get that. Yeah. Man, that whole call, I didn't wear socks. Uh, oh, really? I'm okay. You got those new boots? Yeah, I'm on the new boots, but... Yeah, yeah actually, you know, you know what? This actually started hurting during the mall, but not even during the... So yeah. probably that's probably you were there. Yeah, I was there five hours, oh, five hours yeah. longer. <laughs> yeah, I got like knee high sports athletic socks mm. yeah. that I have with my gear. Yeah. Oh, so awesome. Yeah. And 
you know, about the whole decon thing, it's crazy how dirty my legs got mm. above my boots. Yes. Right? Mm. Yes. Like, that's a big piece. Every time, like, I'm scrubbing my head, I'm scrubbing my neck, everywhere that you think that you're going to get it. And then I looked down. I was actually out of the shower. Yeah. And I looked down because I just did, like, the quick lathering, wash the legs and everything. And I looked, I'm like, ugh. Man, that's terrible. Yeah. Back in the shower and really wash that down. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like right above the boot line, up in another eight, eight inches. I'm like, oh, man. It, it just gets up through your uh, pant leg. Because you, you're walking through fire. Like, when, when it's yeah. knocked down and you're getting towards mop-up, like, you're walking through the shit. Everything's gassing off. And, you it's know, coming up there. it's coming right up your pant leg, which mm -hmm. is why they say that the crotch is one of the worst. Yeah, tire wipes, man. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just, like, exposed area. Because it mm -hmm. all just congregates in the bottom of your pants, right in yep. there, right in your sweat sack. Mm -hmm. And there you go. The old sweat the old sack. That's when you need uh, crotch water. That's when you need a crotch water. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> boys, we have we have talked and talked and talked. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for it. <laughs> so, uh, any more for any more? I'm good. I think I'm good. Oh yeah, <laughs> really kicked off something. <laughs> Well, there you go. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen. Ash. Good night, guys. Scott. Good night. Rob. Good night. Good night, everyone. Hey, <laughs> <laughs>